0: What is up? What is up? It is your boys, the Black access and Chad G here to bring you a new type of podcast. We are called Peace of Mind. Before we get into anything, I just want to dedicate this to my uh, to my aunt. She passed away recently. Uh, recipes to Led Duncan. That being said, let's get into the nitty-gritty of the show. We are a music podcast. We are two young black men going to give you our opinions on the music business. Because right now, all you got is a lot of old heads. I mean, you got Joe Buddy. You know, you got Sean, man. You got... Wayne knows uh, kind of Wayne is kind of an old head But you know who I'm trying to talk about yeah, right now You, you know you Ebro You got to, e you you trying to get some problems With, with, nah. with Ebro and Joe Budden Trying to give us problems already The first episode Now nah, I'm just saying You know we don't We don't talk about it From the young black male perspective We always let these old heads Tell us what to do So we gotta, we gotta speak our truth And yeah mm-hmm. I like trying man In fact I'm gonna quote, quote him real quick You know we gotta tell our story And speak our truth Cause we don't Someone else would do it for us That being said Let's get into the show You wanna start it off Drake, Kanye, going at it.
1: All right. So this is this is very this is breaking news, it's just developing. We had we have Kanye West. You know, uh, you know, he he's known for his, his Twitter rants every now and then. He he's going after Drake now. Drake is his next target. He uh, fired off a series of tweets going after Drake. Apparently, Drake wants one of Kanye records cleared, and Kanye said no to that.
0: Which is actually kind of a, a pretty bad thing to happen. Just not only in terms of just music in general, but just on a, a friendship level basis. Because that's you like, hey, yo, come on. can you give me that money you owe me? And then he's like, nah. So why would Kanye do that, though? Like, we understand that he always got his uh <laughs> his little Kanye like so He always trying to cause a lot of controversy. It's like that. And it could be used to promote some more music. This, that, the third. But do you think he's justified? Because we do know this time around, based off the tweets that Kanye was saying, they got a lot coming at. Okay, I didn't like how you did this to push her. You know, uh, buying out the two uh, front rows of his concert, so you know he can't get that kind of clout. I don't like how you was talking about. You know, Kim and the ruffs that you might, the may or may not have had towards Kiki, and you calling up Chris like, "Yo, how's the fact? Like, yes, on that, on that sneak distance. So, do you think that Kanye could be a little bit justified if he chooses to go after Drake?
1: I think he he definitely feels disrespected. He feels that Drake disrespected him, disrespected his family. He implied that he had something with Kim. Like, like I think as a man, Kanye feels that he can't let this Drake stuff slide. He has to he has to go after Drake. He can't just let him he can just let him say whatever and stink this him the rest of the rest of the time. Be passive aggressive towards him. So I think he's trying to to dip this now. How this gets resolved, I don't know. We, there are rumors that. That Drake actually Drake. This ain't like rumors. Drake confirmed that he 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 recorded a vicious diss track on Kanye, and then Jay Prince. He said he told him not to. He said don't release that because this could this could damage some families. This could ruin people's real lives. And Drake he hated that advice, and he he has that in the chamber. I don't know if he deleted that. I highly doubt it. I I bet he has that somewhere. And for all we know, this might be the catalyst that Drake uses to re- release that
0: but here's the thing right even in those tweets Kanye even said hey yo you know it's nothing but love this that and the third but you don't do that and he not one of the people that throws around throwing diss tracks I think actually he said that he never did a diss track and you know when I'm t- off the top of my head I can't think of a single one I would consider oh yeah this was a ye diss track mm-hmm. so like if he don't throw a diss track why would Drake do it cause Drake hasn't first off he hasn't even been on Twitter in months except first off Second off, why would he even respond to that when, you know, that that there really isn't any quote unquote negativity? I mean that that that's that shade, it's shade. But he been shading too. So it's like you gotta you gotta expect that shade to come back.
1: But I mean rap rap is like high school. Like it's like it's like Big Crit said, like rap games the high, rap yeah, the rap game is high school and the hallway. I mean, I mean this like this pettiness, that's that's what drives rap beefs. And you think Drake is just gonna let this slide? Like people, are, people are gonna be expecting Drake to do something about this. Like, but he I, ain't do
0: nothing when Shit <laughs> he released that that watch, bro.
1: <laughs> that, that was a checkmate, if anything. Like, <laughs>
0: he ain't do nothing. That this, was son. the
1: checkmate of checkmates. The story of adding that. I don't, I do know. If you can respond to that. But I mean, he got him. He just got him. He 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 had a, it. Was I mean, obviously, obviously,
0: <laughs> obviously, because he says that he has this, you know, this nuke in his back pocket. He has a way to respond to it, so I mean, let's just nip that a little quick in the bud real quick. But if he didn't drop it then, why would this but, make him drop it?
1: But that was I well, uh, that wasn't towards Pusha. Like Pusha was the one that 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 dropped the diss track too. But I exactly. mean, but but it, it, he does feel. He said he said on the bronze shop that that he he thought that Kanye was the one that that fed Pusha the the um. The news that he that he was having a child, and he used that against them. He thought that he went behind his back. I feel like he keeps he keeps disrespecting Drake. Like Drake already feels disrespected. He feels like Kanye was the one that sold him out, and he might. And he he said Kanye did say that Drake called him, and who knows what the nature of that conversation was. That that was after he said all that stuff on yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. but but Kanye ended that he ended up saying. No clearance. So whatever the result of the conversation was, I imagine didn't go well. So depending on how that conversation went, I think we could see Drake dropping that this the next couple next couple of days.
0: But here's my thing about that, bro. It's like I just don't see like, mm. look, look, look. He made this verse to take out basically um, all the good music. Mm. Pusha was the number one target at that time just because of the story that added on. So it's a story of which supposed to be, you know, this checkmate, and it and it was. I mean, it was it was a power move. It was a flex. Mm-hmm. If that can't get him to go, you know, drop a nuke like a Hiroshima, then why would some sneak this on Twitter do that? Like, yo, that's going from a that's going from a bombing of Pearl Harbor to like, I don't, I, I I to a Super Smash Bros. fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going from like one extreme to like some kitty stuff, like, bro. But I
1: mean. You've heard of the term poking the bear. I mean, you poke a bear enough times and eventually it's going to bite you. It's going to roar. It's going to co- it's gonna get back at you. I i don't know.
0: But has Kanye really been poking Drake like that? Okay. I mean, <laughs>
1: he, he's antagonizing him now. He, he's trying to at this embarrass point, Drake. At this
0: point, yes. At this point. But previously, provided, and I'm, I'm giving Kanye the benefit of the doubt, provided that he actually didn't say, because he says that he didn't. So provided that he didn't st- tell Pusha about his son or about Drake's son, what has he really done to Drake? educate me because I have no idea why Why would this be the straw that broke the camel's back well I mean if he listen. already if he already
1: feels that 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 Drake like Kanye took Drake's inf- like personal information that he was having a child and he used that against him to embarrass him on the world stage like like he thinks that he did and and he he was gonna release that track he had to be talked down for doing that by, by somebody that he respects highly but now that all this happened he might not be able to be talked down he might be like Okay, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going to drop this. I don't care what the consequences are.
0: Yeah, was, okay, look, look, I get you. It's just like, I just don't, I just don't see it. Like, if you take in the context of, uh, you know, hip-hop is a high school, that type of context. You know, everybody knows those dudes that, like, yo, you just, you know, you look at them wrong way and they, they want to fight, you know, whatever. They want to do this, that, and third too. But Drake was not, he's he not that guy. Drake is not the one for that, bro. Like, if this was someone like, our right, little. This is Chief Key, bro. This was YG. This is one of them dudes. All right, I get it. It's Drake, son.
1: You know what? I, just like this, the thought of Drake and Kanye like into an actual fight just makes me laugh. Like, you know, you know, who you, you, got, know who you got, Who you got, you got. You know, Kanye is gonna be pulling out some some weird ass like kung fu moves, and he's gonna be like swinging. He's gonna be doing some re- weird stretches and stuff. And, and you know, Drake. I I feel like Drake's Drake looks like a guy. He looks like a guy that. That, like, that fronts, like, he can fight and, like, is all, like, acting tough doing all the movements. He, he's got all the mannerisms down, but you throw a punch and then he's, it's life's out for him.
0: So, basically, what you're telling me is we got hmm. the uh, the dude that used to watch Naruto when he used to run in the hallways with his hands behind the back to the cafeteria. Facts. And then you got the dude who used to play in the high school band. They about to grow at it.
1: Oh, yeah. And and Daniel White gets a hold of this, put this on pay-per-view. <laughs> Promoted for a but couple months? Here
0: we are, though. Here we are, <laughs> though. Them Naruto dudes, yo, they could throw some hits. I was one of them, bro. <laughs> we, yo, we could throw some hits. Not, not everyone. I'm not going to say everyone. What,
1: what's your record? What's your Is record overall? Fight record, bro? What's your, what's your fight record?
0: My fight record's
1: five and two. Five
0: and two. I, I stand proud. I'm, I'm proud of that one. I stand proud. Now, <laughs> here's me out. Keep in mind, those are before, like, 11th grade. I, I haven't really gotten into a fight since then, because I'll just be like, you know, it's not even worth my time of day to even be paying attention to it mm-hmm. over something that, you know, that I did, and I can understand why you could be upset about that. You know, we'll talk, I'll try to talk it out before anything else. That's no work for me. And that's my lesson to all y'all, bro. Yo, talk, talk it out. It's... Most of the time, it ain't it ain't even worth getting in trouble or whatever the case may be for you know what happens. Like you might get knocked out. That's gonna be on world side, now. Your life messed up, bro. It ain't worth it, basically. <laughs> but my point, yo, yo, hold up. I had hands, son. I had. Sh- I was out there, son. And I oh. made sure. I made sure that if I was gonna talk trash to somebody, I was gonna back it up. Facts.
1: Were you were you the golden gloves champion of York? Oh nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, so like I said, like oh, if it was, a, if I felt like I couldn't win, <laughs> I would, like I said, if I felt like I couldn't win, bro, like nah, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't with that son, I wasn't with it. <laughs> I, would, I would try to talk, talk to George, not like oh, oh, bro, you know it's a joke, son, you know that's what we, we, we be clowning, bro, that's it, like yo, it's not even that serious, son. Mm. Like what you, I ain't like you ain't gonna get, take my money, though. That was one of those things that some people used to do back in New York, and I was like, nah, you not. He was like, alright, look, I'll give you like ten dollars, yo, let's chill, like, nah, I will apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not giving you my, I'm not giving you my money, so that's that's dead. That's whole dead, bro. Mm. But look, look, Like what I'm saying, yo, give Kanye the, the credit. I feel like he might come out swinging, you know. he going to go on some weird martial arts style jutsu, and, yo, that might work. Because I don't think Drake really got it. Yeah, I Kanye think. Kanye got it. Look, look, look. Drake from Toronto. How many hard dudes you know from Toronto, bro? I don't know. Hey, how many hard dudes you know from the shop? All of them. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So, yo, he has to mm. know something, bro. I mean, even Chance probably got hands.
1: But, but Kanye is on that, on that, weird, in that weird wave. I don't know what don't Kanye even, is it doing. It don't even
0: matter. It don't even matter. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, weird dudes got hands sometimes. I, I'm not going to say this, But uh, sometimes weird dudes got hands, bro.
1: And I, Yeah, honestly, I have to go with Kanye. He's he's unpredictable. Especially Kanye off his meds. You, you'll, you'll know what you're going to
0: get. <laughs> hey, bro, Kanye has a history of <laughs> just bopping reporters. We don't drink through that.
1: Yeah, he he, he you, you know Connie can take a can take a hit too. Remember that time he walked into the that, that street sign, the T <laughs> cameras followed him? That was a hard hit he took. He didn't go down.
0: Hey, hey. Hey, that's probably harder than anything Drake could throw, bro. Come on now. Stop <laughs> playing with me, son. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go off to the next topic. We got Ebro coated black. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Well, um, uh, yesterday, well, Wednesday, or yeah, Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kodak Black was on Hot ninety seven. Ebro, Peter Ro- Rosenberg, and the gang, and um, and Ebro he he brought up the pending rape case that a rape trial that Kodak Black has, and Kodak didn't like that. He didn't want to talk about that. So Ebro asked him. He said, "Do you uh, do you not want to talk about it?" And Kodak said, "No, don't ask me questions about that." And then Ebro basically said, "You're not going to dictate." What I ask on my show. So this interview's over, and that was the end of it. The interview was over. After that, Kodak walked out, and uh, now we got people. There, there, there's some people that that are Ebro side. We also you have a lot of people too who are giving him flack about that, about how he handled the question, even asking him. Uh, what were your thoughts on that?
0: So that's my thing, right? Um, I can understand we have a pending investigation on yourself that you don't want to talk too much about it because I. You can draw attention yourself, all right? You know, we, when we when you live in an era of Bobby Schmurder, Takashi uh, and y'all, you know, shouts out to uh, what's his name, Max Cremo, or Cremo Max, or in NFL, and I forgot their names, right? Mm-hmm. But they actually got don't get a day today, and I read that story a couple of days ago about how they uh, had twenty guns in a video, most of them were illegal, and they you know they ran be- from the cops, right? They wow. ran from the cops that came. They was on an elementary school shooting the video first of all, and mm-hmm. the, the kids, there were kids there. First off, mm-hmm. and they run for the cops, and then two months later they put out the video, and every single person that ran, they they face all in the video, bro. The cops arrested them. Man. So okay, so any a- age of people that do stuff like that, <laughs> you gotta respect the people that don't want to talk too much about their cases because y'all they not trying to get caught up. Obviously, the only the real the best solution is you know not to get caught up in the first place, not to even yeah. You know, do the things. That I, like I, you I was gonna say, say.
1: I was like, I was like, I I, I respect him uh, not being involved.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but the thing, but. The, the flip side to that is that, you know, there, there are ways to handle those questions. You know, if you watch Meek Mill's interview on The Breakfast Club recently, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Meek Mill was like, you know, I'm not trying to go in too much of this guy. I, I don't want to say anything that might get me in trouble. But mm-hmm. and then he went in and he said a little bit of something, you know, enough to answer the question, enough to say, look, look can you not do this right now? I'm not really trying to get mm-hmm. into that. And so but that's a respectful way to do it. If you go on to this a show like this You have to understand that they're gonna ask you these questions I mean, especially if this is the type of individual um, that you got going this type of stuff that you are Individual that you are Mm -hmm. and this type of stuff that you got going on your life right now You have to you have to be ready for that. In fact, because you chose the eye the spotlight You have to understand that yes people are going to scrutinize almost every single thing you do And you have to be ready to answer these questions Mm -hmm. and for you to schedule I'm going to see them, either you schedule it or someone in your team schedule it an interview you know god on well they're going to ask them like that so again you have to prepare for it so I, do, I, I can see where people both sides are coming from me personally I actually tend to lean a little bit more with Ebro in the situation like you can't as an artist especially who's in the spotlight you're supposed to know yes are right, they going to ask me these questions what's the best way that I can um, you know respond to them and that, not, that's not only on him by himself that also goes to his team uh, your team—that's they, what they're there to help you with. They should be a oh, little. These are the questions that you're probably going to get asked. Let's work away to how to answer it we can still say public face, because this doesn't just look bad on you, bro. You know, I don't believe it does really, but this looks worse on Corey Black. I because th- it, it, it's almost it's almost like a, a an admission of guilt. Like you know, I'm not trying to talk about this because I might say something that's going to make me guilty. So it it's not necessarily saying you're guilty, but because you're not willing to kind of you know talk about that life. You know we have to piece our own story together, and just like how Charlamagne said, uh, how I quote quoted in the beginning, you know if you don't tell your story, someone else will, and mm-hmm. we're telling a very negative story. Quite like what?
1: Well, I think I I I think I side with with Ebro, but I feel like he could have definitely approached the question more sensitively, or because he, he kind of just said out like like you talk about the rape case, like he basically just like flat out said that. I feel like he could have like finessed it better, like got the interview, and because he, he kind of just bluntly said it, but he definitely should have asked about that. Like, if Ebro considers himself a journalist, which I don't know if he does or not, then you got to ask Kodak Black about his, his pending rape trial. Like, that's, a, that's something that you need to bring up. So I think he could have... I think he's definitely in the right for asking it. And I think, um, honestly, I can't really fault Kodak, Kodak Black for not answering the question, because I don't know what his lawyers advised him to. Maybe you could have said, like, my lawyers advised me not to answer this. Even that's an answer. That's a good that, that's answer. A, that's a good answer. Because then, because then it, it looks like, like I, I, I would answer this, but I legally, like I legally cannot answer this. Exactly.
0: Then you're saying, you know what? That's that, that's responsible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's different. See, that's that's a level of maturity that I'm trying to get to of mm-hmm. how you're supposed to answer some of these questions when you could be implicated in it. And what he did wasn't mature, it was immature, and that's how we—that's how now we viewed it. Now we're going to view that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever actually viewed Kodak Black as the most mature individual since he came out. But there's always room for improvement, and this was a chance that he failed at.
1: And like we, we've talked about this before on other shows, but the idea of uh, separating the artist from the art and how that's a hard thing, because uh, I think a lot of people get caught up and like supporting the artists, so they support like everything they do, and they don't want to believe negative stuff about them. Like, we've seen that we've seen that happen a lot with with like Takashi X9 and and X Tentacion, and like now now with Kodak, you see a bunch of people like jumping to his defense all the time, like while wow, he has this this pending rape trial and stuff. And my 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 question really is just like how. Like where do you stand on separating the art from the artist?
0: I mean, I feel mm-hmm. as though there there are some cases when we can do that, some cases we can't do that, and I think mm-hmm. it really stems from how moral as a society we are. Like when you look at some people like um, like X, I think well, it, it's hard for uh pe- for us to because he he did did horrible things to his ex girlfriend. Um, and I think that the, also the mother of his child as well. So you know, you you can't really separate what he did from the art. just, it, it doesn't kind of work that way. You know what I mean? Uh, at the same time, you know that that was also room for him to grow. And it's a, it's a shame that he did die at the young age that he did, just because he could have kind of moved on and been better. Um, but when you look at people like Takashi, for example, I mean, most of what Takashi does, it, I don't I don't consider it really hurting anyone else besides himself, and. I mean the people he, around him too, the people that, that he calls his friends, because from from what I see of Fukashi right now, I, I, even what I'm looking at in this case, he doesn't he, he a, doesn't he, seem like he's that bad of a person. He, he seems like he's dumb. No, no, let me let me finish. Let me point. I
1: mean he they have him on video and being involved in robberies oh, and but that
0: he, and he's video. not involved. He's just there. That's a different I can be at a robbery and I cannot be involved.
1: Like this dude's instigating stuff oh, all over. People shot up that that's the true. set of his music video. Like they shot up where Nick and, Minaj. And that's would why have I said been, to people around him.
0: him. That's why I did say to people I changed it to that. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not necessarily thinking that he's like he's gonna go out and cause harm, intentionally to someone else. I do think that he's a he's a troll and I do think that's negative and that he needs to definitely work on his. Uh, well, he got enough of a to working on his self image now. But I don't think that. It, I think it's easy to separate the art, um, you know, from the individual then because. I don't think individual is that bad. Yeah, he's 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 not a good person. I and he has a lot of room for improvement. But when it turns to some of the things that he's done, I don't think he, from what I've seen, he's never explicitly hurt a person intentionally.
1: But I don't think it's well. I mean, he did have that 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 charge. He has. He has that that um. What's it called? That rape charge against him. He and the that, but that, there,
0: there are two sides to that. And the, the first side is that he just said he was guilty to, which, and this, which, which, this is what he says. He admitted that he said he admitted to guilt so he would get a less, lesser sentence. I can understand where that comes from just because I know how, I, I'm not going to say I know, but I, I do know people who have admitted to things that they didn't do or claim that they didn't do just because, look, they're going to book me. That, that is true. If, I, if I'm going to get booked, I might as well get booked with a lesser sentence. That is five. true, the
1: Central Park Five being, exactly. like, the most, like, prominent example that the to mind, But... But I'm not, at the
0: same time, I don't want to dismiss the young lady's yeah. claim because well, see, when you do something like that, right, they are be like, "Oh, we're, yo, I can do to go do that joint too, then." That. And that's how we get into this. Uh, well, that's how we perpetuate the rape culture that America. And I would seem him say before America that the world being daunted by you know by men and patriarchy kind of always had. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily want to dismiss the young girl's claim either, but just just to have both sides of the coin for this for this conversation. Uh, I can't necessarily say that he's done anything to intentionally hurt someone. I don't. I don't know that for a fact. And also, the pro, uh, that charge while he was on probation or while he's locked up it got it got dropped. His probation's dropped, so he ain't got to worry about that. Well, I, I, feel, the, like uh, I feel like I they dropped years. that just because because he's, because going to he's, he's yeah life. he's gonna wait for, for thirty. He's got 30 30 bigger plus things years. to worry about. But I'm just saying they did they did drop that one.
1: I mean, I feel like that's like circumstantial. Aaron Hernandez got his his murder case dropped too after he after he died like there, there are different circumstances for why cases get dropped
0: I, I know I'm just I'm just throwing out the information Yeah. what you choose to believe and what you choose how you choose to interpret it that's kind of your job I'm just giving you the information that's out there
1: that is true now what
0: I will say is that uh, I do think it's a smart move by his lawyers to say look we're not we're not say any guilty pleas because if you think about it that's kind of what got him into a negative light in the beginning before all the trolling before all the trolling how I knew X X not X I'm talking about Takashi right now. How I knew Takashi was because of that uh, that case that he had. I didn't know. Uh, and then I heard Gummo, And then I got into I heard all the trolling and stuff like that beforehand. I I didn't know. So it, part part of that did I'm not gonna say a lot it boost his um reputation, but it was negative. So having just not admitting to the guilt yet, <laughs> that that could that could help, especially if he does miraculously somehow beat this case.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna beat the case. I'm sorry. He uh, it, like, like the feds have, they, they got a pretty high batting average. Yeah, on, like 96
0: percent, 96 percent. Yeah, 96, uh,
1: 97 percent. I think Irv Gotti was like one of the only people who's who's beating like a case like this, and he that cost him millions and millions of dollars. Which Sakashi does not Irv, have. Like, yeah, he does not have. Like, what, what, what do you have? Like uh, like
0: 1.6 million. So it's one point something.
1: Yeah, it, was, it was not. It was you not would imagine because of who he is, yeah. or not,
0: not, or how he acts, that like he would have more money than that. <laughs> but nah.
1: And I, th- like, you saw. I think he saw quickly, like, who was on his side, and he wasn't. And there were not many people on his side, like fifty. He, w- he was calling him his son and stuff, and like being yeah, you know, all friendly with him. He just like immediately gets rest. He's like, "Oh, I don't know him that well. I didn't do anything. I don't know him." Like people, people drop you immediately once you're not hot anymore.
0: Hey, he got he got academics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got, that's, that's a that's a conversation in itself of academics and and the people that that he's been around that he's
0: influenced. Hey, no, hold on, let, let's go let's go down the road. Let's talk about okay. that. Let's talk about that for a second. I don't, I don't know. I, I think that sometimes it, it is academics. Why? Just because he has the opportunity to tell these people, look, bro, you already popping, stop. But if they don't want to listen to you. It, what you did with your job? As long as you have that conversation with you in the beginning, like yeah. But unfortunately for academics, it seems like everybody that he messed with is either dead or in jail.
1: I feel like too. I don't know academics. I obviously I know him personally, but it like it, what it appears is that he doesn't do this because it benefits him and it's good for his business. If these if these guys are wilding out and acting a fool all the time, like that benefits him because he gets the exclusive stories. He gets the the stories that people want to click on. People want to watch his videos, like. Like, it, it benefits him if these guys are in trouble, basically, than if they're just making music and doing their jobs and just, like, just living their life. Like, if they get in trouble, like, people want to click on, like, that video because he has exclusive access of what happened.
0: The problem with that, bro, like, he he's an enigma to me because, like, when uh, Takashi got arrested, bro, and all his video was about that, and even some still, mm-hmm. like, bro, bro was hurt. And you can hear that either he's an award, Academy Award winning actor, or well, he's really hurt by that, bro. But then he can go around and make these videos that, not not, not, not a lot of the times they were already brought to light. So like what he was talking about, uh, when Takashi was talking about, he yeah, he put some money on, uh, who who was it? Chief Keith Tato Tato. He put money on Tato's, um, on Tato's said Well, who, Tato for those who don't know was Chief Keith's cousin, and mm-hmm. Takashi and Chief Key's were having a beef uh, for a time. So he put money what it said, and the feds the feds know about the TMZ reported it. Act then made a video about it, and the problem with that is, like, bro, I didn't even know that happened until I saw Act make like a video about it. Like, I didn't, I didn't see the TMZ article, actually, but, like, it slipped him out my radar. So he's actually bringing that more to people that could have missed it, possibly could have missed it. He's bringing that more attention now, and now, yeah, granted, the feds already know about it. The feds already used that in the case. It doesn't help public opinion. Public opinion matters a lot in these trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the feds have a high conviction rate, but yo, if you can get public opinion, yo, you can get things up not necessarily appeal. No, you're like, not. I, don't say, I, I don't wanna say I don't want to say I don't think so. I, I think... don't wanna say appeal, that's the wrong word for it. But it can make your time in a prison much better.
1: But I feel like even like public opinion, I mean like that's not gonna really do anything. Like people but think you're innocent does. or guilty in that like especially with a with a five year investigation, probably thousands of pages you're right. of evidence against him, like public opinion doesn't really mean anything once they no, have you're, all that.
0: No, you're you're right. You're right. But here's here's why I say that, though. Right because if you are a champion of the people, quote unquote, life gets so much better for you because everybody likes you. And well, if the fans don't like you, fine. You know you're gonna go to jail. You're gonna spend your time. But your time in jail, as far as jail time can be, you are gonna be popping. Yo, know, look at some of the other look at some of the people that went to jail that people actually liked.
1: Well, people like Doja, and he was in jail. <laughs>
0: OJ had a pretty fun time.
1: Yeah, about about as fun as you could have in prison. That's, exactly, about <laughs> as fun as you could have.
0: Like, I'm not saying he was a uh, you know Al Capone level or anything <laughs> like that. Because you know Al Capone, you know, he, I'm not sure if you actually been to the uh, state, uh Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah,
1: I have.
0: But uh, yeah, if you've seen Al that was as mm. far as prisons go. That wasn't a bad route for real, son.
1: I mean if you seen Goodfellas, too, that, that scene where they're, where they're cooking up like the cooking up the dish in prison and stuff. Hey,
0: yo, look at look at uh Daredevil. Look at my boy uh, uh fist. Uh, look, look at my boy what's a fisk, bro, Kingpin. Mm-hmm. My man's out there getting wine, he got a nice personal TV in his cell, bro.
1: Birdie Madoff.
0: Hey, but but, but so you get the point.
1: But the but point. but the but the cash oh, Bernie to Madoff, on, I, I could hold be a Bernie Madoff had this. money though. Yeah. I don't think
0: he people didn't like him. <laughs> he just had money. He, yeah. But other uh, people people liked him. I mean they did things for this community. People didn't want to believe it at first. Because yo, they, they, it's him? He was such a nice guy. I can't believe No, they got the wrong person. Bernie Mado's from Bernie, from Bernie Madoff got nah, caught. A no, lot
1: people, of people a lot of people got pissed people off. And did he even
0: have that good of a? I remember watching the, uh, the 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 show they made about him, bro. oh, is this cell even that nice? I, th- it was, I think it was better than the other, the, you know, the average cell, but it wasn't. It wasn't nice, nice. It was all right.
1: I mean, it's as nice as you can get for being in prison.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, look, I'm not glorifying going to prison at all. I'm just saying you can make your time much easier if people actually like you. And that, that, and that the is co- the key to the world is getting people to like you.
1: And yeah, the Khashoggi's nine did absolutely none of that. He's been trolling people for You're right. two years and thought he was untouchable, and now he's learned that it's not the case.
0: I think uh, they said like I think I can't remember who it was, but someone that interviewed mm-hmm. him said it best. Like Takashi was playing video games when everybody else was playing real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought this whole this entire thing was a game, but the Feds was not playing the game. The people that was trying to kill him was not playing the game. You know what I mean? Shoddy, his manager was not playing the game but he was. And when you have that kind of delusion, that's nowhere else you can really and, go besides either dead on Joe.
1: And that's, be- and I think he just didn't listen because I was going to say that he needed people around him who were who were guiding him and like giving him advice and like mentoring him. But you had that interview with Fat Joe that, that came out, well, that clip that was circling around where Fat Joe was giving him advice basically and telling him to like watch out for, for everything that's happening to him basically and you can just tell that went in one year after the other.
0: I mean, same thing with the Breakfast Club when uh, he first was on. Mm-hmm. Like they they kept just saying like, look, look, you know, you're a likable guy, bro. You you can get this cleaned up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you're funny. You know, you you could actually do this without all the negative antics. They didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And so you see, you know, where that led him. Now bringing us back to DJ Academics, we did get a little bit sidetracked with that. Um, I don't think academics and. Uh, I feel like he was and He wasn't because sometimes you like I said, he can, he feels like he's like actual hurt when he when he's talking about these artists. But at the same time, See, bro, it's like, what did you really do to combat this? I mean, I, you you post all these conversations between you know that you had with like Trippy or you know you know ex, all these people, et cetera, right? But you never post you saying, or, and to my knowledge, I want to say that because maybe he has. I just never seen the video. But he never posted a video saying, like, yo, I was talking to him and I told him like you need a chill out, et cetera, et cetera, you all as while and all stuffs that. out. I never hear that. I always seem like, yo, you fool, bro. Like like and yeah, yeah, you could you can make an argument that's saying you're a fool, bro. That's that's uh saying hey, yo, you need to chill. But no when I hear that son, I'm thinking like yo, that's, a, that's Yeah, like, that's just like, friendly yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing, yo. That's like a compliment. It's it's a weird society that we have because it's it's so backwards. Like you you listen to some of the older people that like, that's on like, my this, right? They be like, "Yo, he just called you a fool." It's like, what is a compliment for every, me? Everything's bro? a
1: context too. Hey. Context matters. Everything tone matters. And if you just say like, "Ah, you a fool," like you hey, know exactly. he's just joking. It's he's just, it's,
0: just, yeah, it's like a compliment. Bro. Yeah.
1: But but I think I, I don't doubt that academics is friends with these people. Like I don't think he's like just using them. But I think he sees that there's profit in his friendships with them too. And he exploits that to, like, its, it's fullest ability. Like, he does that. Like, I, I don't doubt that he was hurt, that his friend is probably going to jail for upwards of 25 years in prison. But I also think that he also sees that, like, this could this could be profitable for him, too, on one hand. And I think he's, like, he's, he might be caught between, like, feeding, like, those two masters, like, his friendships and his business interests, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, because, like academics is an individual who he has all these avenues to talk you know he has the youtube he got his twitch he got everyday struggles Mm -hmm. and he really doesn't like i mean i'm not gonna he 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 talks but when he talks about he talks about stuff that either doesn't help his quote-unquote friends or it only really benefits himself and I think that's why he gets a lot of hate because, because, people don't think that you know it, it's genuine, mm-hmm. and that that's an issue that you have, especially when you're gonna have uh you know a lot of these political and I'm gonna use the word political these political friendships that you have, and the reason why I'm saying it's political is because yo he he is coming up on us. I mean that's a lot of you look at all these politicians right now and all these friendships, yo they friendships just so they can make a come up, mm-hmm. and that's a, and that's what you were saying, like yo he made he made these friends, yo he's friends with how are you gonna be friends with Trippy X and uh and Takashi. They don't even like each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like you, the, so you really the middle friend, like, like at least like back in high school. You know what I mean? Like, yo, if homeboy, you know, I could be cool with homeboy, but I'm just like cool homeboy. I'm not saying, oh yeah, that's my guy. I'm not, I'm not doing. That. I'm not getting up and saying, oh yeah, what, what, what about so and so, bro? Yo, no, that's my dude right there. I'm saying, oh yeah, I know what's up. Mm-hmm. Like yo, because if, if I'm friends with, let's just say, look, I'm friends with, uh, let's say Tyler, right? And Tyler. <laughs> And Tyler don't like uh, this dude. We, we we gonna call him B, right? And they don't like each other. At that point, you know, it's like, oh well, I'm cool with one of them. Like I'm like, like I'm not gonna sit and say, yo, that's my guy. No, Tyler, my guy. I'm just like he. I'm not gonna. If he was like, hey, you try to get some drinks. Nah, I'm I'm chilling, bro. Thanks for the offer. Like, it's, it's, it's that type of is that type of energy. That's that genuine energy. That's how you know, like, yo, this is who I really mess with. At the same time, you know, you have to understand that you have to be beneficial towards yourself. So if B was like, yo, I got a business opportunity for you that I think you would be good for, and it's actually a good one, then I get why academics would be like, you know, I I, I, should, I should go over here and be friends with you just because of that. But at the same time, like, you have to, you, you're going to have to make a choice because the way, just the nature of people, they're going to see, you see homeboy that, you know, over here, see you you mess with homeboy over here or over there, he's not going to like that. He's going to say, yo, I thought I was your man. So I hang with, yo, he the op. What's, what's up with that? So you got like, well, I'm even gonna cut off this homeboy or that one. And act don't do that. <laughs> and, and and that's and that's the issue. Like you, you can't you can't have too many best friends. Oh well, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. You can't have too many best friends. That's that's and that's that's a real problem that. And you you learn that in high school, cause you see that in high school. In freshman year, yo, you got uh, uh mad people in your friend, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you walk in the hall, you know, you like, ten, twelve deep. And then sophomore year come around, you might got like you might be like 60. Junior year come around, you might be like 440. By senior year, you graduate, <laughs> you really only mess with like one or two people, son. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I can tell you, a lot of friends that I made after college, like I can say they're, oh, they're some good friends, you know, I can talk to them, et cetera. But the people from high school that I still talk to, I would say religiously, and like, if they ever talk to me like, yo, I need something, and uh, and I, I got them to the fullest, like two people. <laughs> two people <laughs> and freshman year there's a, a picture of me or freshman year literally deep with like 15 people bro, and we all here like yo we like gang, gang. we're not really gang <laughs> but you you feel me, like oh we yeah. was all here like yo we squad etc like the, this was us Song, when you get older you, you start to realize that and that's something that everybody has to know like you can't ha- you can have too many good well best friends because they're not really going to be your best friends they're gonna be fake and do we have these individuals that are fake right then you start to have a lot of self damage. Take Takashi, mm-hmm. take X. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Someone gave Mac Miller those fentanyl bars, when he he thought was some he thought was some other stuff, right? Yeah. And that didn't know. Someone gave us that same thing to Pete. Pete bought it from them. They not your friends. People that were your friends, you know, they'd be like, hey, yo, what, come on, what you doing with this, boy? Like, oh, let's show this. If you want to go do something that's, you know.
1: I think that's uh, also mixed in with uh, drug addiction, too. Like, but be, that's
0: a little bit different, though. That's I I, I I would say it is a little bit mixed in, but there are a little bit different. Let's take, look, when you bring in, and I want to talk about Lil Peep, right? Lil Peep had this, he, he had this battle with drugs, he had this little problem, his situation. At the same time, he could have. Easily I don't want to say easily, but he could if he had people in his circle who were encouraging him to do some better things Things could have turned out a little bit differently. Now I don't want to necessarily say they will, okay? I don't want to say that. Because you don't know. Th- things could be like I'ma take I'm 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 gonna do this and I I don't care what you say, this is my life, I'm doing what I'm doing me. You know, I'm the one that make the money, I'm the one that make the records. It's mine. Or you could be like, you know what, you know, you're right. And I, I want to I make a difference. I want to I do a change. And you can start in the process of making a change. You hear people all the time like, you know, yeah, that, that was crazy. Like when Mac Miller died, I can't remember who was the person that they interviewed on a Breakfast Club. He was like, yeah, um, you know, it was MGK. It was MGK. And he was like, yo, does that make you want to change a little bit? It's like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like that was real. That was my guy. And, you know, having that, and just seeing that happen to him, you know what I mean? It could happen to me too. So I want to do, you know, this differently, this, that, and the third. That's the people that you kind of need. Like you, 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 need to have these kind of revelations, and you need to have these people who can tell you about these revelations, and who can point these out for you in your circle, because these are the people that actually care about you. People that don't like people, quote unquote, maybe like academics who are only gonna be like, "Yo, this this dude's my come up." They not they not really gonna be like, "Hey yo, chill my God. like, "Yo, I, I I care about you, I love you," and it's okay to say, "Hey yo," and screw all that that negative stigma about saying, "Yo, I love you to another dude," right, bro. Yo, you, it it ain't it ain't gay. First time was twenty eighteen, so screw that noise. But it's almost twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yo, you could you could can, you can show your affection, bro. I love you, my god. my god. I don't want you to die. I care about you. I want you to be able to live your life to the fullest. I want I, I'm trying to get us to the top, bro. Like come on, you you could say that to somebody, right? You actually have to mean it, and that's what people that you need to surround yourself with. And hopefully, and I, I know I'm kind of jumping around a bit between you know all these different arts, but it's all kind of. Um, important. Hopefully that these people, Takashi, the um, can can learn now. Because you know, it's it's too late for Meg, It's too late for people. It's too late for X.
1: Well, like one thing that I want to like jump in on is uh, like what what are your thoughts on, on like people like like DJ Academics and Adam Twenty Two. I don't know if you saw the story about Adam Twenty Two about the, uh, or the story of of his like sexual assault history coming out the other day. The Daily Beast did a an article on, on him. Like, you have these guys who are, who are, controversial and, like, they, they, they do bring, like, some negative energy, like, around them. Like, a lot of negative things happen around them. But these guys are, like, some of the top people for SoundCloud rappers to go to and, like, do interviews with and talk to. Like, do you think that, that that brings us, that there's a stigma on SoundCloud rappers where they don't feel like they can be, like, given a fair chance with anybody else? Or, like, what do you think that, like, do you think, I don't know the to word this, but, like, what, what are your thoughts on, on academics and Adam-22 being, like, purveyors of, like, SoundCloud
0: rap? Uh, I mean, I think that's really kind of self-reclaiming for them, but I, and I guess we kind of do make it happen now.
1: I think, I think it's, like, self, well, it's kind of self-reclaiming, but also, like, you look at, like, their views and, like, how much money they make and, like, the revenue, like, you look at all that stuff, like... Like they're kind of like the top of the game when it comes to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I feel you. I get it, right? Um, and I do respect. I do respect it. But I think, based off of the, just the, just the internet in general, you know, you don't really need anyone else to really put you on, but you. I mean, you 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 can cut out you can cut a whole soundcloud mixtape, you know, et cetera, and, and and drop that joint, and you can and you can gain your own traction. And, you know, because you gained your own traction, because you worked at it, you know what I mean, they're going to start coming to you. So so, it, so that's why I say it's kind of like they self-proclaim, like, yeah, you know, they always come to me, et cetera, because, you know, I, I'm going to put them to the spotlight. Um, but at the same time, bro, you also go to them because you, do, they're the ticket. They, they, they're the real th- They got the real talent. You, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, say these people aren't talentless because, I mean, I don't know them personally at all. But I do know what they're I do know what they're doing. They're saying, you know what? this guy's gonna go places. Hey, bye guy, let me interview you and especially
1: especially people like Adam 22 people I've called it a culture vulture in the past for what he's done for and like just just the light that he's shining like on some of these some of like the negative things that he's like bringing up. like some of these people that he's like bringing in and like putting it on like they, they think that he's like promoting like their negative their negative actions.
0: Yeah, um, see, thing I don't really watch a lot of Adam 22, but I, I, I can give, I can at least think a couple of examples of that. And here, I, because I don't watch a lot of him, I wouldn't necessarily say, call him, from my experience, a culture vulture, even though if, if he's putting on, like, you know, the quote unquote, the negative people, that could just be what he likes, or that could just be what he would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, so you can make an argument that, you know, he's taking advantage of culture, you, you can say that because, you all know, He's thinking that was so but at some point you know I mean we as a culture we need to come together and be like hey oh that's not that's not what's fly you know if we, if we as long as we consume the wretchedness and you know the the hood stuff and this that and the third that's as much as as long as people produce that stuff you know that, 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 I, the, I think
1: the, this, I think there's room too for all of that I don't think I don't think that's what you're saying there's not room for it but there's, there's definitely room for all that stuff like in in rap like there's room for no, there is, but that's someone's
0: story story. so I get it but I'm saying that if that's all we're gonna promote then you can't get mad at someone for seeing the event like oh look that's money you can't get you can never get mad at someone else's hustle as long as it's legal that's something my dad told me once right (laughs) (laughs) and yo once he said that I was like I I can't I can't hate (laughs) you like you're right like I, I see why you're doing it. I understand it because I understand. Yo, go ahead, do do your thing, bro. As long as you're not hurting nobody, I can't get mad. I, th- at that. I
1: think it, it like speaks to like the people that you invited to the barbecue. Like you got people like why'd you bring this person in? Like this person, this person comes to the barbecue, he's taking a bunch of plates and stuff. He's disrespecting everybody. Like I think that's I think that's what it goes to.
0: What well, you because you cut him off. I mean at that point. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and there are certain people who let's just let's just say they got put on hmm. by uh I'm gonna go with DJ Academics that's said before I really don't know too much about Adam Twenty Two besides so a couple of those videos. So say he got put on by DJ Academics. Then they'll turn it right back around and they'll like, Oh nah, I'm not I'm not really cool am like, yeah, like, you know, I, I used them. You <laughs> can't get mad at that one either for real. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, I use them, you know, I'm here where I am now, like, yo, I mean I yeah, I did what I did. At that point, yo, if you, you can look at it either way. If you could say the academics was a dude that was taking too much on the plate because he he was only using Homeboy to make money and, you know, Homeboy cut him off, we could say his academics is a guy that got burnt because, you know, Homeboy took a lot. He took all the baked potatoes and the chickens and a, and a baby back ribs and he had like to two to-go plates. Took all the greens and the yeah. macaroni with two to-go plates, the yams, and, yeah. and just dipped out. And he's got burnt. You can make that argument. But because we know and it's his job to do so. So you can't get mad at it that he was using that other person to make money too. You played a game, you lost. Simple as that. You played spades, you got beat. It is what it is. You can't be the person that comes out here like, "Oh yeah, this dude a fraud. This dude, this that, and third. No, no, nah, no. Nah. He not real. He not cool. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Cause you doing the same exact thing. Like hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And and I will say we have a lot of that. And uh. And, and, and just music in general. I don't even want to stereotype that to say hip hop, because we got a lot of that hypocrisy in just music mm-hmm. in general. And a lot of times, you know, the media does bring it out in hip hop, which is kind of racist. But
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is true. I feel like I feel like they do spotlight like a lot of the feuds and like pay- well, the feuds have have driven hip hop, for like its his entire history basically. Years. But I mean, there there are feuds in other genres too. It's just hip hop is oh, the one the that time. that can spotlight it. But uh, but just wrapping up the show at this point. Do you have a song of the week this week?
0: Oh uh, yeah, so you know I'm just gonna go back to bringing up bringing up my uh, you know my aunt, uh, rest in peace. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of "Let It All Work Out" by Lil Wayne from the Carter Five album. Joe, um, just you know when we, when you listen to that song, you know just first the melody and the the, the, the beat and the instrumental, just it kind of brings you in. And then, you know, you'll hear that, you know, let it all work out. And it, it kind of lifts you up a bit. And Wayne actually managed to tell a story. Now, I'm not sure if this is a story about his own life or any of these parts about his own life. But he he brings up the story about a person who I think has anxiety or it ha- has some kind of issue. And he has to get confirmation from all these people. Like, yo, um, he said, and one Woman told me not to wonder. You know, don't, don't worry about Don't worry about these situations. You know, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You know, do what you got to do. And then he talks about another story in that song where, um, you know, I, I almost got a friend of mine in danger I to actually come out and creep with me. And, you know, he's like, I'm happy that I didn't. And I just, and I used my mouth to keep spitting. And I'm like, I'm happy that I didn't do that situation because, you know, that, that could have turned out negative for both of us. Um, and, you know, it, it just worked out because now I'm, I'm making music. And he had another, another the final story where, you know, he was talking about the dude who maybe he was depressed. I think he was depressed because, you know, again, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be about him himself. But he says that, you know, he called some family members, you know, they talked about talked, and he wasn't feeling good, so he got a gun. He shot himself in the heart. But he didn't die. And he had a, a, a talk conversation with God, and he said that God gave him a new life, and he made a profit. So he God gave him a new life, and he was able to turn that around and make it successful and kind of be happy. And mm-hmm. it all worked out. That let it all work out. So when you when you, when I'm listening to that song, I'm thinking of just about uh, just all the emotions that you feel when you feel the loss of a loved one, and you know as sad as it is, and you know unfortunate, I gotta let it work out. Um, you know I gotta keep on you know doing my thing and you know making sure that I do right by her memory, and so that's why you know I I, I definitely appreciate the song. Um, Right now, it's very important to me. Let it all work out by Lil Wayne off the Carter 5 album. So glad that it finally dropped this year. Because it was a long time coming, man. It was a long time coming. And like I said, I don't know if that song was a uh, especially about Lil Wayne's life. But, but it was something special for me.
1: What about you? Uh, I got to go championships.
0: Championships? I, I I'm, you.
1: I'm above championships the past two weeks. And I think my favorite song off of that is Oodles on Noodles, baby. That's fire. I think... I think Beak was spitting at an all-time level. I think he, his time in jail, he, he turned a negative into a positive, definitely. It allowed him a lot of time to think, a lot of time to reevaluate his life, and society, and I think he, he let that all spell out on that song. Re- really, like, the entire album. I think What's Free, Trauma, like, he, everything was on point.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I really like Trauma. I really like What's Free. Who's what the Noodles is a dope track. My favorite track was that intro track, bro. Yeah, intro track. I can't for I can lie. Bro, when he when he uh, uh, uh remixed Phil Collins, yes, in the Air The Night. For any Air The Night is one of my favorite all time tracks in history. Like I just mm. love it. I I wanna have something, uh, for one of my creations from my novel, right? If they ever make that into a TV show, that's a scene that has to be put to Phil Collins. My boy, I'm gonna just give you all a a, a taste, a sneak peek, right? <laughs> exclusive exclusive a world premiere <laughs> and this is a moment right where a character he's standing on a cliff it's raining um he has lost someone in his life and he it's he feels all it's his heart. and you know in, in the background for the song you hear you know in the air tonight and he's just looking up the rain is mixing with his tears on his face you know his eyes are red because he's been crying and as the beat drops and, you know, you hear those drums and then Phil Collins comes back with that. I can feel it just like in high energy. You know, he starts to let out his own scream of, you know, just exhaustion of anger. And the sky starts to open up and tear. And, you know, the world itself starts to kind of terraform around him. And he's realizing that he's going, but he doesn't notice that because he's just so angry. Not, not, I'm sorry. He doesn't realize that he's doing it because he's so angry and because he's just letting out all this emotion. And it's just a powerful, powerful, powerful scene. And I just that song is the song that when I wrote it, when I wrote it in my head, that song was playing, because of how powerful that song is, and because of the emotions that it can bring out and invoke in uh, different people. So mm-hmm. when I hear Meek Mill, uh, just reference that, or not reference that, remix that, and then put it on him, I just know, I just knew from that, from that intro, I knew this entire album was gonna be his story, from what had happened. You know Even before prison And it was you. you it wasn't just about You know What having a prison uh, All of his childhood and tribulations and stuff. He was talking about From the very beginning With the, mm-hmm. his runs With the police And stuff like that And how he had All these childhood tribulations That he had to overcome
1: mm-hmm.
0: You can't And you can't tell me You know uh, Otherwise This is one of Meek's If not his best album His best album or if not think, one I of his I think best. it's
1: definitely His best album I think he's definitely at I think he's at a place In his life where He has this perspective And He's he's letting it all hang out. Like he's he's what is he, 31 years old now. He's been so. to jail. He's he was he was on probation since he was 18 years old. Like he's seen a lot in his life, and I think he's he's in the position now where he's giving out advice to to young kids and telling them like this is what you this is what you do and this is what you don't do, and I think that album is basically that's 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 Beak's life story. Championships is Beak's story.
0: And it was, it was a dang good one, bro. And you was the features that he brought up, bro. That yeah. Jay Z verse on what's Free I think son. that's
1: I think that was Jay Z's best verse in ten years.
0: Now you know the old heads gonna you, hate you hating you on that one, right?
1: I said you ten know, years. You know
0: the old heads gonna start coming at you, bro. I said
1: ten years. I gotta go. That's two
0: thousand eight. Yo, I don't, yo, you know how the old heads feel about Jay? You know how the old heads feel about four for four?
1: I didn't say I didn't say he was bad. I just I know, said just I said say like, yo,
0: You didn't think his whole verse of moonlight was starting. they go gonna go start getting. I, just, I don't <laughs> come
1: getting,
0: at me. Oh, he's he he's confident with it. He said, like, Come mm. at him, come at him,
1: come at me. What, what was better than that verse? Just tell me what's better than that verse. That's all I need to know.
0: I mean, in my I, I think mean, that's one of his hardest verses. I think that's one of his I feel hardest like,
1: his like I we, we, we could talk about this on, on, on another episode, yeah, yeah, but
0: we can't we can't we can't uh, before we go, let's give a uh, tell a little bit <laughs> about yourself. Chat.
1: Well, what do you mean? Just, just like yeah, just, well, what
0: yeah, just, just for the audience to get a little bit better feel for you. I kind of wanted to do this in the beginning, I forgot doesn't matter, we're going to do it now, before we end.
1: Okay, uh, I'm Chad G. Um journalism major, and love hip-hop. What do is is you want me to say? I will go first, You, you put me on, I will the, go put me on the spot, like this, some some icebreaker or some shit? What is it? <laughs>
0: Yo, I will go first, then, All right, I will go first, bro. What is your boy? It's your boy, The Black Access. Uh, I am an advertising major here at Temple U, son. Shouts out to TU. And I am a huge gamer. I actually wasn't a, hu- a huge hip hop fan, despite growing up in a hip hop household. My dad always used to play hip hop mm-hmm. in the house, and the called my mother used to play a lot of hip hop and R&B when she was, you know, cleaning up. And that's how he, that's how you knew it was a clean up day. When he, whenever you wake up and you mm-hmm. heard the '90s hip hop, you just knew it was a cleanup day, son. But I, I grew up in I grew up in Baltimore, and then I was moved out into, uh, you know, a, a county in you know, like central, south central PA. A lot of white people there. And so I started dabbling into a turn of rock. I started like Linkin Park and a bunch of different bands like that. And then I got reintroduced to hip hop around sometime in my middle school years. That's so why I started just having a love for a lot of the emotion that's in some of these words. Like, one of my all-time favorite uh, groups is Ghetto Boys. Yo, mom playing church some is an all-time classic in my opinion, man. And it's because, yo, you you can feel that. It doesn't matter where you're from or when you were born. Yo, you can feel that. And that's something I think I, in hip hop and alternative rock that I can't get in any other genre of music. So that's my little pedigree on that. And because of that, you know, I like a little of these young people, bro. I like Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert was like a punk rock rapper, bro. I like Lil Peep. Lil Peep was an alternative rapper. <laughs> Yo, that was my guy, bro. He was rapping about that, uh, that 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 depression, alternative rock, like that Three Days Grace. He was rapping about that stuff. So. <laughs> All right, um, now that's my introduction. Now, I'll, can you base yours off of mine somewhat yeah. and give a better one?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Chad G. As I said, I'm a, I'm a journalism major, and I think well, well, I'm I'm more of a probably like a blog era like fan, like like those like the big crits and like the J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, like the YG, like the people that blew up in like like the 2010s. Oh, 11, oh, oh, that's right, where, don't, don't say that. Like, like
0: I don't, don't say that. Like, I'm not a fan of all people that you just said.
1: But I'm just saying, like, that's, like, that's that's what I think, like, that's, like, my, that's my favorite era of hip-hop. I feel you. Because that's when, that's when I, I started getting into it. Like, that's, like, I really connected with, with Crit Wazir and Live from the Underground. And, well, not, well, not, let's say Laugh from the Underground, but Return of Forever. Like, like those are my favorite tapes. God, back to like, I love Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, like, all, like, all those people. Like, where, where's Yellow Wolf been? Got to, we gotta find Yellow Wolf. No, we but, don't.
0: After yo, yellow, he, he, yellow had trunk music.
1: Current after seats. that,
0: after what, what he had, uh, radioactive or whatever radioactivity, mm-hmm. that was okay. Every album after that was, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, trunk music and radioactivity they were all right. Well, no, trunk music was fire. Radioactivity was just eyed.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: now nah, yellow could stay where he at. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you
1: with that. Wow, wow, it's gonna just yellow over like that. <laughs> yellow over slander. You're yeah, not get you know a strongly worded letter from him.
0: That's cool. You know I'm Matt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's just that's just my favorite era, like the, those those blog eras. And I think I think I think that's an underrated time hip hop. I feel like that's. That's what built hip-hop. It took hip-hop until took the soundcloud age.
0: Don't say that's what built hip-hop. Don't not, say no. that. <laughs> don't say that. No, not,
1: <laughs> no, I mean, not, 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 you know what I meant. Don't say not, not that. It didn't build hip-hop. I mean, like, it built hip-hop into what it is today, like, with, like, SoundCloud and people coming up on their own without the without major labels and stuff. Like, you see, like, Chance the Rapper, like, come up like that. Like, you see guys, like, made it on their own on Dat Piff and stuff like that. True Dat so, so I think I think that's a very influential time in hip hop.
0: Spin
1: <laughs> yes. Rilla. Spin came out.
0: Yo, that's how I felt little baby. <laughs> Spin Rilla. <laughs> Alright, cool, cool, cool. Thank you. See, that's a much better introduction than what you Yeah, really really I, I
1: didn't know wow. where you were going at before. You just hit me with, yo, tell me about yourself.
0: Yeah, okay, sound like yeah, do something like yo, they was listening to us, you let them know who they listen to, jeez. I mean <laughs> I mean you just hit me with that at the end. We're wrapping up. Uh, okay, okay. Well, let, let, let's wrap it up. Well, Thank you for coming out to check out Peace of Mind Podcast. Get my where available wherever you have your podcast stuff at because we distribute through Anchor. So that works for us. <laughs> that being said, uh, make sure you do check us out next time at Peace of Mind. This is your boys, of Black X's. Chad G. And we are gone.